Recently on the Marketplace Morning Report, you heard our Democracy in the Desert series. We took you to places characterized by researchers as news deserts to see what communities stand to lose when they're without a local news ecosystem, especially during an election year. This kind of reporting takes resources. David Brancaccio went on a six-day reporting trip with two of our producers, grounding themselves in these communities and meeting locals who are trying to find solutions and fill the gaps. Every donation to Marketplace helps sustain this kind of in-depth journalism. Please give what you can today at marketplace.org slash donate. Recently on the Marketplace Morning Report, you heard our Democracy in the Desert series. We took you to places characterized by researchers as news deserts to see what communities stand to lose when they're without a local news ecosystem, especially during an election year. This kind of reporting takes resources. David Brancaccio went on a six-day reporting trip with two of our producers, grounding themselves in these communities and meeting locals who are trying to find solutions and fill the gaps. Every donation to Marketplace helps sustain this kind of in-depth journalism. Please give what you can today at marketplace.org slash donate. Why again is it two to four times cheaper to buy some prescription drugs in, say, Australia, Canada, or France? I'm David Brancaccio in New York. The CEOs of three pharmaceutical giants got tough questions yesterday about the venerable arrangement where medicines can cost a lot more in the U.S. than in some other countries. Marketplace's Nancy Marshall-Genzer has some details. The hearing was held by the Senate Committee on Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions, chaired by Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders. Sanders says the drug makers charge much more for drugs here. He says the diabetes drug Genuvia costs almost $7,000 in the U.S., compared to $900 in Canada and just 200 in France. The outrageous cost of the prescription drugs in America means that one out of four of our people Go to the doctor, get a prescription, and they cannot afford to fill that prescription. How many die as a result of that? How many suffer unnecessarily? Pharmaceutical executives blame the high prices on middlemen known as pharmacy benefit managers who negotiate prices with drug makers for insurance companies and employers. The CEOs also said lower drug prices would discourage research and development on new drugs. I'm Nancy Marshall-Genzer for Marketplace. Transgender people in the U.S. have much higher rates of economic hardship than the general population, according to a survey of over 90,000 trans people. The 2022 U.S. Trans Survey is out this week. About one in three trans people said that they were living in poverty versus just over one in 10 for the general population. 18 percent were unemployed and 11 percent said they've lost a job because of their gender identity or expression. Marketplace's Henry Epp reports on what is behind these outcomes. Discrimination by hiring managers likely plays a role here, says Shanna Katari, an associate professor at the University of Michigan. So it might not be something as explicit as I'm not hiring you because you're trans, but I'm not hiring you because you don't match my idea of what a woman should look like. The survey also found over a quarter of trans people couldn't afford to go to a doctor when they needed to. And that can have economic consequences, too, says Rodrigo hang Leitonen, executive director of the National Center for Transgender Equality, which conducted the survey. The longer any kind of health condition goes untreated, the harder it is to navigate your daily life and meet deadlines and get to work on time and things like that. 
In some communities, at least, there are resources the trans community can tap into, including the San Francisco LGBT Center. Drew Lockhart is its director of employment services. We work to really identify which employers are going to support community members. Because an inclusive employer, Lockhart says, can help trans workers get a job and thrive in it. I'm Henry App for Marketplace. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine. I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost. To splurging on fast fashion. I'm spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Khreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts. Talking to your backseat babies about money can be so hard. In fact, you probably don't even know where to start. So that's where the newest version of the Million Bazillion Academy steps in, our email newsletter course. You can start whenever, and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org slash academy. I keep hearing about some kind of match or contest between big guys from Kansas City and San Francisco on Sunday. The prediction is more than 100 million people are going to tune into the Super Bowl. It's very rare that so many people will look at the same thing at the same time in our streaming when we want to era. This time of year, I get to talk to Janine Poggi, the editor-in-chief of Ad Age, who's gotten a look at more of the ads in advance than I have. Hey, Janine. Hi, it's my favorite time. Now, you've seen more of the ads than I have. I've poked through a bunch. I didn't see anything that just, like, was so side-splitting I couldn't breathe. Did you see anything funny? You know, it's the problem with humor, right? A lot of it sort of blends together. It takes a lot to stand out when you try to do humor, and a lot of the Super Bowl ads are. I thought the BMW ad with Christopher Walken, which you have a whole bunch of people trying to imitate him, a little cameo from Usher in it. I thought that was funny. Nice ride. It's the real deal. 100%. Electric. It's the real deal. Yeah. Janine, that is the one that I did think was funny. It was about, except no substitutes, there's only one authentic BMW and one authentic Christopher Walken. Yeah. And what else do you like? I like the E-Trade one. The E-Trade Babies, always a fan favorite, right? But the E-Trade Babies are playing pickleball. And it was just cute, right? Not laugh out loud, but enjoyable and cute nonetheless. These guys are intense. We got nothing to worry about. With E-Trade from Morgan Stanley, we're ready for whatever gets served up. Dude, you got to work on your trash talk. I'd rather work on saving for retirement. Now, once upon a time in this world, Janine, there was an industry called cryptocurrency. And they used to, back in the day, advertise a lot in the Super Bowl. You seeing much crypto? 
No, you know, not surprising here, given what happened with the crypto market. We did see like a crypto bubble of sorts where a bunch of crypto brands advertised, sort of like the dot-com bubble, if you remember. All of the brands, the pets.com of the world that advertised in the Super Bowl and then the next year went out of business. (laughs) Similarly, we're just not seeing that in the Super Bowl this year. There is some emerging tech conversations going on, especially around AI, not necessarily AI companies advertising in the Super Bowl, but how AI is being applied. And it is the 2024 Super Bowl. I'm supposed to say these syllables, Taylor Swift, Travis, Kelsey. Are brands jumping aboard that at all? I don't see how we could not talk about that. Uh, look, you're not, are you necessarily going to see you know, Taylor Swift in a commercial. No, not necessarily. But there is no way we know that all of these agencies that create the Super Bowl commercials for brands, they're in their war rooms, gearing up with the meme factories of any way brands could lean into any Taylor Swift moment. Janine Poggi, editor at Ad Age. Thank you very much. Thanks so much. Janine and I also discuss how brands are avoiding politics and issues, capital I, in their Super Bowl ads, trying to keep trolls and backlash at bay this year. That'll also be in the Marketplace Morning Report podcast feed or online, streaming from Marketplace.org. Our executive producer is Kelly Silvera. Our digital producer is Dylan Mietnin. Our engineers are Jessen Duller and John Brewington. In New York, I'm David Brancaccio. It's Marketplace Morning Report. APM, American Public Media.